welcome to the Red Movement Podcast, Episode 4, Season 1. If this is the first time you're on this podcast, I welcome you and thank you for listening. The Red Movement is a social justice and environmental justice movement that started with a book by the same name and has grown to a podcast and documentary submitted to various film festivals around the world. The goal of this movement is to help people understand how the most pressing issues of our time today, human rights and environmental destruction, touch various aspects of everyday life and what we as the average consumer can do about it. From the clothes we buy made by slave labor, forced labor, or child labor in sweatshops in China and India, to the food and most common items in our kitchens and cupboards that come to us through a supply chain that is questionable at best and exploitative, unethical, and illegal at worst. By using slave labor, forced labor, or child labor in the making, harvesting, or manufacturing of the products. People are starting to finally wake up to the human rights abuses facing our world today, and nowhere is this more evident and clear than the humanitarian and human rights crisis facing Ukraine. It started February 24th, 2022, and the global threat and uncertainty that has emerged from this human rights crisis is devastating. Yet what many media outlets are not reporting is how these human rights and humanitarian crises not only impact Ukrainians, but also some Russians who are living under a strict dictatorship that has passed more laws in the last 15 days alone, making it almost impossible to oppose the government in any way without facing detention, threats, violence, and even death by the Russian government against their own people. Groups of Russians are against the invasion in Ukraine for various reasons that include cultural, religious, financial, and the long-term consequences of this invasion. Now, this is not all Russians, but certain groups in the country and their voices have been erased from public discourse in Russia. It's even come to light that those in Russia who take part in protest against the invasion of Ukraine could be forcefully sent to Ukraine to fight for the Russian government or face their own possible death. Making objecting to the Ukrainian invasion a matter of life and death for Russians themselves. It's no secret that this invasion has essentially helped tank the Russian economy and add to an already high unemployment rate and hyperinflation problem, thereby making people even more susceptible and suspicious regarding the real reasons behind it all. Is this a dictator's way to keep control under any cost? Is that what this is really about? The stock market in Russia has been closed 
for at least a week now, and some businesses have stopped doing business and paying their employees because of the supply chain problems, the economic sanctions, and the instability that is plaguing the nation itself. In less than a week, Russia's invasion of Ukraine started a domino effect that created massive human rights incidents, humanitarian crises, and displacement of millions of people that can be catastrophic for Europe and the safety of that area to come. More than 2 million Ukrainian civilians have been forced to flee their homes and become refugees in neighboring countries. Millions of people remain in Ukraine in a constant, life-threatening state of fear. Russia is not only violating the independence of their closest neighbor, it's also challenging the stability of Europe itself which has gotten the attention of the international community and NATO. And now this has become everyone's problem because this invasion and the human rights crises has increased the threat for nuclear weapons and possibly a war, thereby revealing the global threat to all of humanity. The results of this military invasion on the protection of human rights in Ukraine is profound and could lead to destabilizing the area for generations to come. There needs to be immediate resolution of this conflict through peaceful ways that don't end up killing more women and children. But what can the average person do? That is why the Red Movement was created. As it turns out, there's a lot the average person can do to help in this situation. And this is just seven ways you can make a difference. CARE is an international human humanitarian powerhouse that is providing help to Ukrainians on the ground by giving them food, water, and resources. They've joined forces with people in need and hope to reach 4 million people, especially women, children, and the elderly. You can go directly to www.my.care.org to get more information and look into a possible donation. Doctors Without Borders is also working with volunteers in Ukraine to make sure people have access to medicine during this invasion. To support Doctors Without Borders Ukrainian work, you can visit their website directly and learn more about what they're doing on the ground. Another uh, nonprofit is called Global Giving. It's a crowdfunding platform in the U.S. for community-based um, projects that make a difference. They create a Ukrainian crisis relief fund and have committed to give all the donations to support humanitarian assistance in affected communities in Ukraine and surrounding regions where Ukrainians have escaped to. If you want to learn more, you can go to www.globalgiving.org. The International Rescue Committee assists people impacted by humanitarian crisis and works in over 40 affected countries. The IRC is on the ground in Poland and they're working to help displace refugee families and their children. The site also offers suggestions on how you can assist Ukraine, such as welcoming refugees and social media activism.
For more information, go to help.rescue.org. The International Community of the Red Cross, this is another huge international nonprofit that helps victims of armed conflict on the ground. They've actually been in Ukraine for the past seven years, helping Ukrainians by providing emergency assistance and support to clinics and hospitals with medical equipment. For more information, you can go to icrc.org. The Maltester International, it's a nonprofit that's been collecting everyday supplies for Ukrainians who've been forced to flee, meaning they're asking for donations, cots, blankets, food, and cash to provide for the many people affected. Donations to the UN refugee agency is also a way to make an impact no matter how small the donations. These are all reputable organizations that are already working in Ukraine or with Ukrainians in other countries, and they can use support from the world to continue their humanitarian assistance. I hope this podcast has been helpful. Thank you for listening to this episode. I truly believe that nothing changes until we demand and stand for change. I hope you join me for the next Red Movement podcast, where the discussion on human rights and what the average person can do continues. For more information on the Red Movement, go to www.red-movement.org to buy the book. It's available around the world in Amazon and Barnes & Noble. I hope you continue this journey with me to understand the human rights issues facing us today and what we can do to combat it individually, collectively, and as consumers. Until then.